Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful day with family and maybe some friends. I decided to bring a couple of my best friends to the podcast today to talk about our traditions and memories of Christmas past. Carly Shimkus and Ainsley Earhart were so kind to come into the radio studios during such a busy time of the year to join us. So grab your eggnog and I hope you're in comfy clothes with an elastic waistband for today's special Christmas edition of the Janistine Podcast. You can do whatever the heck you want. Night, the stars are brightly shining. And I don't know what the rest is. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Oh, I wish I had a carol book in front of us. You do. It's called you. I mean, we didn't do too bad. I think that should be the official opening of our Christmas Day special with... Ainsley and Carly. Hello. Hello. Wait, can what we else can we the, where sing? Do, where do you sing? Turn up the volume. Oh, up here. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now I can hear pump, you. Pump the jam. Pump it up while your feet are pumped. Christmas edition. Yeah. Remember that song? I dun what dun was the dun song? dun. Pump. Yeah. Pump the, the jam. jam. Pump I don't know who that was. That was the one where they remember all the basketball. Shooters now Ainsley is go. dancing. <laughs> oh, that's right. Cheerleaders. No, yeah. I don't remember that. But wow. The dance team. They, they did that thing with their. Leg. For pump, pump the jam. Oh yeah, every basketball game at our, and at least in my college, they would play that song. <laughs> Sorry, the basketball. See, that reminds me of going to the roller rink when I was like thirteen. Oh, that was that's a good roller rink, rink song. See, I only we're aging ourselves, Janice. We were in college <laughs> and she was roller skating. I, I mean, I didn't think roller skating was happening when you were growing oh, up. The roller rink was the place. The place. Oh, in that was the birthday. Oh, bingo. Birthday party. Mine was like in the eighties, so they, you know, they played all those great eighties hits. I remember Tainted Love. Remember that Tainted song? Tainted Love. Dude, dude. Yep. Right? And then, Eye of the Tiger. Oh, of course. The... And there were lights and everything. I was a terrible roller skater. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I remember I had a crush on this one boy. That's and I where was the just, crushes happen. Right? That's where and the I was like, tears maybe, flow. Maybe like he'll come up and, and ask if we could skate together and he'll hold my hand. Did he? Did he? No, of course not. <laughs> but I used to always like think that might happen in my wildest oh dreams. My right? In my teens. Remember wow. you, you race off the the rink and then you'd go to the snack yes. area and you get not do a spin on right. that carpet. No, I would just, not do a and spin. And I would get a and I'd get a um, kamikaze. It was where they take the cup, fill it with ice, and they hit every single soft drink. <laughs> so you get a mixture. <laughs> That's awesome. I just liked being off the rink so that I could sit down. Oh, so you were you did not like to skate. Were you terrible. were you rollerblade or roller skate? Roller skates. And okay. I actually can ice skate, but I was just terrified of the roller skates. Interesting. Yeah. Did y'all ever do it uh, like we had mixers in college, the sororities and fraternities, and oftentimes it was at the skating rink. It was ah. those were the 
best. They really because you have a few drinks because your kamikaze day. would have a little something. Uh, else yeah, right. In it. Exactly. So I wasn't old enough to have drinks, but I'm sure the experience would be much more. Uh, fun had I been drinking. Yeah. Yes. No, when I was little, that was where all the birthday parties were. But then when I went to college, we'd have mixers. We gotta bring the... that back. Roller skating. Is there one in New York City? Well, people roller skate in Central Park, and it's uh, dangerous. It's quite the sight. Wait, like down the path? Uh, no, there's just like this one area near Sheep's Meadow. You know that? Yeah. People yeah. Like yeah. roller people blading out. or skating. Roller blading, and they go backwards and oh, do. So they're really good. They're yeah. not like disco ball. But they honestly, it's so fun to watch them because they're having so much fun and some of them like it looks it they're really impressive you've, you've never seen this before oh it's great um but I they also welcome in it. people who don't know how to skate either ah. yeah yeah it's well since no it's, judgment zone since it's christmas day it's too late for me to ask for roller skates from santa always. oh well next year no, there's always amazon prime that's true um, so Merry Christmas to both of you. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. So this is exciting for Carly because this time next year she'll I have know. a baby. Oh, what is how it's quick? I it mean, goes quick. Yeah, I it is very I thought about that. Uh Thanksgiving. I've said to myself, this is my last Thanksgiving ever. Ever. Yeah. Uh without a baby who I don't know yet, but will become the love of my life. Yes, that, absolutely. Immediately. Yeah. And now I'm sure that you can't imagine your lives without the babies that you once didn't know and, and now are the center of your life. And I'll tell you how quickly it goes because this morning, we're taping this before Christmas, even though this is a very special Christmas episode, my husband sent me a throwback picture 13 years ago of Matthew's first Christmas in the firehouse because they have a big Christmas party every year at the firehouse, a big tradition, and Santa comes on a cherry picker on the fire truck. It's pretty oh. awesome. But just looking back and seeing Matthew as, you know, not even a year old oh, at the firehouse, the it brought like chubby thing. tears to my eyes, mm-hmm. but it was also a reminder of how quickly it goes. Yeah. 13 years has gone fast. Yes, it has. Wow. So it's going to come and it's going to be overwhelming, but you, this is the most amazing part of your life that's going to begin. Oh, I hope so. Yes, so they say. No, I know I am course. very much looking forward to it. And Hayden is seven, right? I know. Ha- seven Hayden is seven. So she's still, ha- seven is an interesting age because it's right between being a baby and a kid, mm-hmm. you know, or be, mm-hmm. you know, you know what I mean? Like the baby mm-hmm. tendencies. And then you also are starting to figure out, maybe I want some independence. Yes. But then I think she is in first grade. So we've got, you know, a long time before she'll get to where, yeah. like, think about when we really stopped playing with dolls. She's and still we, doing that. Yeah. She probably, and I remember kind of secretly playing with dolls yeah, in sixth grade. Grade, maybe seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Just didn't tell anyone because it wasn't cool. So we have a long time before yeah. she's out of that baby stage, I think. Oh, I mean, for sure. Or this little toddler stage so that she's in. I'm 36, and speaking of dolls, I still have, I had I had a Raggedy Ann and Andy doll when oh, I was, it was really yeah, my, my dolls. Um, and I just moved, and I still have them with me in my apartment. Aww. And when the movers came, I like put them under a blanket. Because <laughs> I was like, they might judge. But, I actually, you know, you always keep them. those memories. Mm-hmm. I used to sleep with a stuffed animal up until I think I married Sean, to be honest. I'm going <laughs> to be honest about that. It was like a little teddy bear. Aww. What happened to Teddy? Still around. I actually gave it to my Teddy, Theodore, Aww. who we call Teddy. So I Teddy love that has name, my Teddy. Way. I do too. Yeah. I always love that name. Yeah. Listen, you have you named your child? I, I haven't fully decided okay. yet. Yes. I don't know how we came up with Oh, I so this is a funny story. Um so Matthew actually we were going to name Matthew Sean Jr. Okay. Uh and 
you know, I thought that was kind of a a nice way to, you know, Mm -hmm. pass on his name because I love his name. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we and then Sean was like, no, I kind of want him to have his own identity, even though I love the fact that we were thinking about Sean Jr. And so we came up with Matthew. And then right before Matthew was born around this time, like almost 14 years ago, he went and had a few too many drinks with some buddies and he came home and he went through, you know, uh, near... Gosh, uh, what is that place? Columbus Circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they they had pop up Christmas stores yes. there, yeah. and as he was walking home uh, to the Upper West Side, he went through the pop up Christmas store and bought a train that spelled S E A N, and brought it home. And I was like, Oh wait, you do want to <laughs> name the baby Sean Junior? And he was like, Oh, I'm not sure. But anyway, we, we we didn't, um, and we named him Matthew. And so I always think about that. Maybe we should have named him Sean Junior. But so Theodore comes around, and I love the name Paul. Love it. But Sean's last name is Newman. So oh, I was yeah. like, <laughs> so I was like, oh, he'll be. But then I think back and I I think, well, why didn't I name him Paul Newman? Like, he's one of my favorite actors. We could, you know. But you never know, because like, what if the actor falls from grace years later? Mm, that's true. I mean, he was, I just actually read uh, Paul Newman's memoir, which was just Good. It's amazing, actually. I, I've always loved him and his, um, you know, the, the things that he has done. What are you doing? Are you Googling it? I'm Googling who he is. Oh, you don't know who Paul Newman I is? I mean, <laughs> just to contribute to this, I he heard was like of him. A very well-known actor when very, we were little. I mean, listen, he, we were yeah, little. you got to watch, what's one of his, uh, like, uh, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof and HUD. And also, um, oh, uh, Sundance he, Kid. That's the sad well, one he was in. He was an American actor, film director, race car driver. Yes, he yeah. was wow. one of the oldest he race was. car drivers, actually, to ever, because that was one of his hobbies. And he was a huge philanthropist. Yes. You know, Newman's own, the salad driver. Dressing. Oh yeah, is that that him? is Paul Newman? Okay. Yes. So he also was a salad dressing entrepreneur. Beautiful eyes. I see Gorgeous this from the picture. Eyes. Yes. So I wanted to read his memoir because I I loved him as an actor growing up, uh, and so he re- he started writing his memoir. He actually started talking to a friend of his, and they I think they taped the interviews, and it was lost for a long time. He died a few years ago, yeah. two thousand eight. Uh huh. And his daughters, I think got a phone call from the wife or a family member mm-hmm. of the fellow that was helping him with his memoirs in the 80s and they found crates of notes and tapes and so the daughters actually put the book together and it's kind of just a snapshot of him I think when he was in his 60s and getting to the age of looking back on yes. his life and wanting to have a, a document for his daughters. And his daughters didn't know that these things existed? I think they knew that he did these interviews but they could never find Oh, wow, that must have been tapes. so valuable and for them. so they did. They put this together, and it was really a wonderful memoir. I don't, I love books. I read a lot of books, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't typically, you know, promote them. Right. But this, this memoir was really something special because you just kind of get, he was so well known back then. And um, he kind of said, you know, people, the public doesn't know me, and I want my daughters to know me and how I dealt with fame, you know, what that was like. And he had quite a, you know, a tough childhood uh, and talks about how, you know, his parents kind of influenced him in good and bad ways in his life. Very interesting. So, so yes, my, (laughs) this is a long 
story to tell you that I was going to name Theodore Paul Newman. <laughs> he was in Message in a Bottle. Did you ever see that? I didn't. Mm. That was a, oh, you didn't see that? No, you got to see that. Was that with Sandra Bullock? No. No, Sandra, with oh. Robin Penn. Robin Wright Penn. Yes, and it was Sh- Nicholas Sean Sparks' Penn's, book, right? Yes, yes. Remember those books? Oh, it's so romantic. It You've got to watch it. Nicholas well, I'm going to have four months where I can yes, fill time. Are. Yes, you are. <laughs> Nicholas Sparks. What was the other one he did that was Charleston, South Carolina? It was my favorite one where she has Alzheimer's. Oh, and the, um, the Notebook. The Notebook. The, that yeah, that's one of his so books. Good. All of his movies are good, because, or all of his books were Great. Yes. Yes. And he was also in cars. So oh, yeah, he was the voice oh, yeah. I saw was the voice on Wikipedia. of the race car uh, doc. Because he was a race car driver. He was kind of late in his life. He decided he was going Larry to. Larry the cable guy's in there too. Oh, yes. I love him. Oh, you know what? What's when the he, character he plays? He played. That, I got to remember this that because. Dump truck. That was yes. Like a, what was that? Garbage truck or something. No, he's the dump putter. truck. No, not putter. Didn't it putt? Oh, yeah. Well, but the name was. And you know what? He came on Fox and Friends a couple of years ago and he did that voice for my kids. Yeah, I remember when that happened. Yes. I'm trying to look up the name of the what car. What was the name of. And it's really important we remember this. And so Google is. Is our best friend. Matter? Ma- Mater? Mater. 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 Yeah. Larry the Cable Guy is the nicest guy in person. Really I, I met him when I was Imus's assistant. Um, he is who you want him to be. Yeah. You know, he's funny. just all nice, hilarious, sweet, gives everybody time. Yeah. He was recording uh, just for people who came in the green room. Right. Hey, my my cousin my has a son who, can you do a voice yeah. recording? And he did it all. Hey, he's y'all amazing. Have a funny story. Y'all need this. That reminds me who you think he's going to be. Because I was talking about Larry David this morning. Do y'all like Curb Your Enthusiasm? Love it. Yes. So do I. I love that kind of humor. It's, you know, the writer of Seinfeld. So um, one of our friends at work, he... Get, he had a hundred dollar bill in his pocket, and it was it was a ten dollar bill was wrapped inside it. He goes to get his Christmas tree. The kid brings the Christmas tree out. He's sweating. He puts it on top of the car, and um, and Ian pulls out what he thinks is a ten dollar bill, uh-huh. and he goes home and he tells his son. He's like. Oh my word, I just gave that guy $110. Where's my $100 bill? It's not in here. I just gave it to that Christmas tree guy. Oh, no. So he said, some of the guys in the green room were saying, Well, you should have gone back and gotten it back. He's yeah. like, I, I thought about that. My son told me he does. I can't do that to like a teenager who's working at a Christmas tree farm. Oh my gosh. And it's Christmas. But if that was, said, that if that Larry was David, he would have gone he back. He would have gone back. And, the, the mom of that yeah. kid would have gotten mad at him or his best friend's wife. What's her name? Yeah. What is, the the, Lil, the, the uh, dark haired lady. Yeah, Susie yeah, yeah. would have been screaming so at bad. him. That's so funny. Oh, that happens you to Ian. Do? Ian, the ca- camera guy, Ian? Yes. Oh, I oh, love I him. I love Ian. Yeah. I know. Ian's He's so, so funny. funny. He, has a, he has that dry sense of humor. I was just about to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like there should be a show of behind-the-scenes characters on Fox and Friends. Because, oh. you know, you just see us, but, man, we have some incredible cameramen and audio people yes. and folks of lighting staff. I mean, people who have been on Fox and Friends for a very long time. And we have so much fun off camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, you can't do it would be really difficult to do the job with the hours. Um cuz it's a I think I think it's 24/7 job cuz yeah. you always have to stay up. If you don't love your coworkers, imagine what it would be like if we didn't. 
What if we all hated each other? Be a terrible there job. There are a lot of people probably listening right now that do not like their jobs. And that yeah. makes me so sad. It is. Because I feel like we are really living that dream of doing something we love so much that it doesn't feel like work. Mm-hmm. Like the hardest part is waking up. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the rest of it is mostly fun. Mm-hmm. It is. And you just have to wake. I, I, how many alarms do you set? I, my, my New Year's resolution is to get up at, without snoozing as long as I do. Oh, it's so hard, right? So hard. I just yeah. have one. Oh, I, you do? I do. I am one of those. I think I have, I have four. that eternal. You have four? Oh, I yeah. do too. I do I like have six what? at a time. I have six? Because I just keep hitting. It's, it takes me a lot to wake up. Yes. And I don't know if you could do that as a resolution if you're a hard sleeper. You don't even realize you're doing it. I, know. I hit snooze until finally somehow I wake up. I know. <gasps> and every, So I have, I have my cell phone alarm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have another alarm called the Sonic Boom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that's boom. great. What does yeah. that do? Dana Perina told me to it's get It's just that. really loud. And oh. Yeah. Uh, it, shake, oh. it shakes too, but if you have like a, there's like something you can put under your pillow, but I don't do that. Okay. And then I have another alarm that I don't ever want to hear. And then I have a really late alarm that I that I actually never hear. It goes off at one thirty. Oh, so you actually have four physical oh, alarms. Yeah, I have. Oh, I th- put like six on my phone. I know. Yeah, I know. Oh. You it's- have them like strategically placed <laughs> yeah. throughout your room, mm-hmm. so you have to get out of bed. Well, only for the one thirty alarm, one thirty a.m. That's like which the last be, resort. I mean, that would be I'm late to work, um, <laughs> but I'm making the show and everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So I ne- I have never heard that one go off before. And we'll be back with more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, okay. Knock I know. on wood. So we have to give Carly some advice because Carly okay. is thinking about the baby coming along and these hours that she works. And what I've told her is that it's going to work out and to try not to stress out right now. The best thing she can do is just, you know, be excited about the baby coming and then you'll have time to think about the rest of it. Like, that's really hard. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I yeah. remember that feeling. But I will tell you, I spent... Many nights not sleeping, many hours freaking out, and I'm here to tell you that it will all work out. Right. It was, it's, well, it's really fear of the unknown because yes. I'm sure most of the people who are listening right now have children and are going to, they're probably thinking this is a, a silly fear. No. Every mom gets it. R- yeah. Yes. I, I just, the thing that struck me is one of my girlfriends was just on an aside telling me that her daughter is sick. And uh, she's been sick for, you know, everybody has mm-hmm. a cold right now. Um, but I was, it got in my head. I said, oh my goodness, what it, what happens when he gets sick and wants me and I'm at work? Or what if I have to come home? Or what if he's crying? And then, you know, because my husband and I are both working, we're going to need um, some sort of help mm-hmm. um, to be with the baby while we're at work. And then I'm like, well, what if the baby ends up loving that person more no. than me? You know, no. those, those feet, yeah, I just, I get it's a it, lot, of course. you know, all at once. And yeah. I, I putting, keeping it, putting it in God's hands. So mm-hmm. I'm sure it will be okay. I but. remember emailing my bosses, like just saying, I don't know if I can come back to work. I just feel, I would feel so guilty because I, I don't want to be away from my son, my first. Right. Yeah. 
And I remember my bosses just saying, listen, you know, it's all going to work out. We're going to help you in any way we can. And I feel that that is the kind of environment that we have here. That is true. Right? Like, I feel that they are very pro-family and whatever you need, you will get. And you are going to find help. You will. Um, I found that... I talk, once I talk to more moms and we all have like a connection, like we all have a group of people that have helped us or found us help a nanny or a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a network here of people like I've already thought of people I'm going to recommend to you. Oh, thank of you. Of course, because you know what? We have to rely on each other for this kind of stuff. Yes. And especially people who have already gone through it. But I remember you know, that first day coming to work. I will tell you this, though, even though I w- I didn't want to be away from Matthew, there was a bit of a relief. Like, wow, I can go to the bathroom by myself? <laughs> or, holy moly, I'm in my office by myself? There is sort of a... You get, I, you get free to, a bit of freedom back. Yes, and that's not bad either. Right. Right? So, you know, hats off to all the moms who raised us and were with us and all the working moms who balance it all. There, I don't think there is right or wrong. It's just, it's you're going to be okay. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you for saying that. Yeah. 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 What advice do you give, Ainsley? Um, I think I, I love that the scripture that you always hear at weddings, the greatest of these is love. Like when you don't have an answer, just love. Just kiss all over them. Tell them how much you love them and do that every day. Let yeah. them know that they're loved and make your home as peaceful and as wonderful as an oasis as it can be um, without, you know, the yelling. They're, they're going to be, fr- you're going to get frustrated, especially when you have to sleep train and yep. the baby is crying in the crib and you get to a point where you're like, I, I don't I don't even care. I've got this baby has got to learn to sleep. So right. everything in threes. It took me three nights to sleep train. I told you this. It took me three nights to take to wean her from the passy. But after the third night, she was fine. So um, so she was crying for the pacifier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, she just don't like listen to any her. of my advice <laughs> <laughs> because I did everything the opposite of that. Over, oh, yeah. I They had their pacifiers until they didn't want them anymore. And I had to give Matthew and Theodore braces. <laughs> How old were they? I don't even remember, honestly. Like um, Matthew had colic. So he was um, mm-hmm. he was he cried a lot. And the pacifier for us was very important. Yeah. You know, he needed something to, to soothe, soothe himself. Mm-hmm. And then. And we couldn't do the sleep training at all. The babies just slept with us in the bed. So I'm just going to put that out there. That probably isn't the greatest advice. It worked for you. It did. It worked for both of There's us. The they just think it's dangerous. Heard? That's the only thing that the what? They just I've heard that it's dangerous to put the babies in the bed with you. Well, I'm not cr- saying. I mean, we no, all are of doing, course it's all just, dangerous. I mean, like we I mean, worry about our babies guy, on the front. I do know a guy in Texas who rolled over. On, <sighs> it's one of my friends. Uh, my friend is married to this guy, and it's his brother. Fell asleep on the sofa with the baby. Could you imagine? No, we never up? kept the baby the full night. Like yes. Yes. when I would nurse, I would always nurse in the bed. It and happens. Someone and would. We, yeah, I mean, you're just gonna be exhausted. But did you do this? Did you and Sean do this? I was telling Carly to. So I breastfed, but I always did one bottle of breast milk a night so that she would get used to mm. the bottle. So when I stopped breastfeeding, she was already used to the bottle. Someone told me to do this. So I would feed her. You know, the baby feeds every three hours. I would feed her, go to sleep for three hours, actually for six hours. And my husband would wake up in the middle of that six hours to do that bottle feeding. Then he would go to bed and he would get a six hours. Yeah, that's so a great way to do six it. six hours. Yeah. 
From the baby's perspective, I mean, it, life is pretty good, right? <laughs> I think that's why you don't, um, God makes it so that you don't remember what it's like to be a baby because then everybody would just like laze around well, rem- be like, this is the life. Yeah. Somebody's I feeding Janice, me and I'm sleeping. I told Janice this recently. This is so funny. I remember she told me, we were. I was filling in on Fox and Friends and you were the meteorologist on the show. I don't remember when it was. Years ago when yes. your boys were little. And you said, yeah, don't take advice from me. I sleep with one child. Sean sleeps with the other. It's great for our relationship. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. That will not happen in my life. Guess who sleeps with me every night? <laughs> my child. You know, it's so funny. I just saw on um, Instagram somebody said it was like a cute little video where it was like a mom who said um, she was like, I-, I promised myself I wouldn't get all those bright colored toys and leave yeah. them around the house yeah. to keep like a nice aesthetic. And then she's like snapped her fingers and it was her, her apartment was like flooded with, and I was saying that to myself, I was like, I'm going to keep it all the neutral tones and get the neutral color toys. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Yeah. That's Probably not, not unless you're really disciplined. <laughs> um, you know, and the breastfeeding thing, I think we've talked about this before. Don't put a pressure on yourself. That, yeah. You know, it's important if you can do it. For me, Matthew actually had a really t- hard time breastfeeding. So he was bottle fed breast milk for many, many months. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't, unless my opinion or my feelings on this drastically change, I don't think I'm going to be, uh, have, like, I, I'll try. Yeah. And if I can't, I'm not going to be, Good. you know, well, critical of myself. You have us as resources mm-hmm. the best. at all times. And I, I do really want you to, take us up on that oh, because I think as a new mom I at the beginning I didn't want to ask I was too afraid to ask people you know because I felt like I should know this you know mm-hmm. I've I've read all the books um, but it did make me feel better when I you know found other moms <clears throat> if you can find other moms of the same baby age right. that, w- that was something that was really oh, yeah. beneficial you, your friend group grew yeah. I loved that you'll mm-hmm. meet moms in the musical classes when they're oh, you know t- when they're infants yeah. and then you'll meet moms when they go to preschool and then you'll meet another set of moms when they go to you know kindergarten right. on on up I have so many great friends at our new school. I've been at this school for two years now, and I just had my circle of friends just grew. And we're all in the same stage because we all have children the same age, the same teachers. So we do a lot socially together. Well, news means more now to me than it ever has as well. Because, you know, just you uh, you report the news and it definitely Mm -hmm. means something, but more on a surface level. Yeah. And then when you think about, wait a second, wait a second, this is going to affect my child. Mm-hmm. It's just like a totally different meaning. Well, like even like the Idaho, on. what's happening in Idaho, we're oh. all like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. our, we went to college. Our yeah. kids are going to go to college. I like know. it's, you start and you interview these parents that have lost someone, yes. a child or something. That you, those are the hardest yeah. because you just cannot even imagine what they're going through. I, I mean, it's important to know those stories, but also to not like live in fear of right, right, right. you know because yeah. if we lived in fear <clears throat> our kids wouldn't be in school right now we would have them at home like mm-hmm. we would just be afraid for them to do anything totally and there is a point where you sort of have to give it up to God mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. going back to Christmas tell me about some of your favorite Christmas memories as a kid oh my goodness well I was just telling Ainsley because you do this with Hayden um, my mom 
is my family's religious. So am I. Um, and my parents really wanted to make sure that we remembered why we're celebrating Christmas, um, Jesus's birthday. So my mom would always bake a cake and we would sing happy birthday to Jesus, which I thought is something that only my family did. It's kind of cute. And you do the same thing, oh, Ainsley. That's amazing. Yeah, I didn't grow up doing that, but I started it with Hayden, and now Was my nephews do it too. No, I'm sure I heard that somewhere it's, I just along think it's so the cute, way. You know, yeah. Uh, to how keep did that your spirit. How did your mom come up with that idea? Um, you know? I don't just, know. I I have, it, but it doesn't surprise me that she right. made that a part of Christmas. Christmas, her yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. she starts uh, playing Christmas music. I kid you not, like Labor Day. <laughs> Like, it's like, it is like, Christmas is starting. Uh, she might as well just go 24-7. Right. I mean, At just point, about. Don't even take down the tree. I know. I think it is funny when you hear people who don't take down their Christmas lights, you just turn them off, which is kind of smart because you don't really get to see them that much in the bushes. And then, and then the, it the is work smart. is, the work is all work. done. And when you get older, it's like, yeah, every year getting up that, well, I don't do it, but Sean has to get up on a ladder and I'm. I think that's a great idea. Why don't we just leave them up and just don't turn them on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are your Christmas memories growing up? So many. My mom made Christmas so spectacular. It was her favorite. Um, I mean, I, I remember like the nativity scenes everywhere all over our house because my grandmother would go to Israel and bring one back or, or Bethlehem and bring one back or wherever. We had them all over. She loved those. She loved decorating. And you know what? I don't know if your moms were like this, but we knew like, do not, the brothers and sisters would say, don't go home today. Mom is decorating the house because we knew that meant. Ainsley, you're hanging the garland. <laughs> Trent, you're decorating the tree. Elise, do the stuff. You know, it was a lot of work. And then she would have her baking day where she would bake everything. That's fun though. For hours. Yes. And then we would have to deliver it. So we would, she would make these, you know, buy these plates or platters and cover them, put a big bow around them, put a tag on them. And we helped my mom do it all. And we hated those kinds of chores when we were growing up. But now, yes. gosh, I'd kill to go back to, you know, do something like that yeah. with my mom. But so I'm trying to carry on some of these traditions. Lots of music, lots of decorations. Oh, you know what yeah. you just reminded me of? And this is something that, oh, I could totally see you doing this with Hayden Eden. You could do this with your boys, too, is every uh, year my mom kept me home from school one day, which is mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. And we would bake Christmas cookies together. It would be like our special. Oh, that's a great so idea. cool. You know, it wasn't, I wasn't sick. It wasn't anything. Uh-huh. It was just like Christmas cookie day. Yeah. I can so really see you sweet. doing that with I would her. love to do that. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. How about you, Janice? Uh, well, I mean, I, lo- I loved Christmas more than Thanksgiving um, because I- there was just something more special about it. Thanksgiving is different here in the States than it is in Canada. Canada is sort of like the harvest. It's in October. It's mm-hmm. not as, it is not, it doesn't have historical uh, Do you still eat turkey? Purpose? Yeah, it's okay. kind of it's the same idea. We have we gather friends and family around for Thanksgiving, but it's not the same historical uh, context as our Thanksgiving here in what the are they U.S. Call it? Highly it's controversial the, now. They call it the harvest. The, well, they don't. They call it Thanksgiving, okay. but it is sort of yeah. technically the harvest, where you know the crops are grown and people are thanking God for the food mm-hmm. that they have and and the the harvest that they have this year. So, Christmas was special. I just remember my dad uh, had one of the very first fake Christmas trees that was made in the United States. Okay, and we had that Christmas tree. Well, he had it as a kid and he brought it into our house. So we had it probably for 50 years, I think at least. How big was it? 
it was very tall and it was very hard to put together. Like, you know, it was, I just remember these, like these, um, the, the the branches that had to go into the little little holes, the little holes. Oh, the hooks. Yes. I remember those. Yes. But it looked beautiful. And every branch came off. Yes. Now you buy it and it just collapses. Every branch. You had to put in in. every branch and it would hurt. Oh, and then at that point, just no, no, but it was just, but still it was the, it was just doing that as a family, even though it was tough putting that everything together. Mm-hmm. He was in charge of doing that, but we were in charge of putting the Christmas decorations on the tree. And, you know, every decoration, I still have some of them. My yeah. gosh, they must be like 70 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, oh, I remember this. We got this here. Or my dad would say that the the Christmas angel that we put on the tree was the same angel that he had growing up. So those kinds of things were really special. Um, did y'all do white lights or colored lights? We, I think we did white lights, but we had, the, remember the tinsel? Mm-hmm. The yeah. tinsel and the packages that you, Carly, you don't remember well, tinsel. Well, I've seen movies. <laughs> did you ever do the popcorn with the needle? No, we never did that. that. No, everything is sort of my artificial. Mom, my mom wow. is such an artist. She loves Christmas. Yeah. Um, that, I would poke myself. We just sit there and watch a movie. Wait, that's and strand so popcorn. Yeah, that's oh. a big string. That's very and Hallmark Christmas movie. Too, oh sure. yeah, we would. Oh, Hallmark Christmas movies are now my new tradition. You know, Sean, I don't think he would mind that I tell this secret. That's all he watches. I'm a little worried about him. No, I love that. I love that so much. He does. It's very comforting for him. Yeah. Yeah. It is. You know what? um, He watches them by himself. guy. That's sweet. <laughs> that is that is so cute. What a keeper. But I never thought in a million gold. years God, that Sean would be watching Hallmark Christmas movies. But that and means he'll sit and watch rom-coms with you. Like, he'll watch whatever you want to watch. You don't have to just watch easy football. It's watching. That's it is true. Just easy. It's, it it's is. easy listening. Yeah. It's and it's not good a, family movies. It really stories is. Stories yeah. of yeah. love. And we'll be back with more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah. Okay, favorite Christmas gifts that you've gotten as a child? Oh, the Raggedy Ann and Andy okay. that I was telling you about before. And um, I got a violin. <laughs> I a really real one? Wanted to, I really wanted to play violin. Um, and so, yeah, so the violin was under the Christmas tree one year, and I ha- absolutely loved it. And I played up until high school, actually. Really? Probably if I picked up a violin would... Do you miss it? Do. do you miss playing I music? I always think that I quit way too soon. Mm. I, I regret quitting. I've heard that a lot. Like both my boys play music. Yeah. And everyone I've talked to that carries on playing whatever instrument into their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Yeah. They always say that everyone says that, that they wish they had continued. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely. Because you pick up an instrument because you are, I was genuinely interested in it. And then when you know when you get to high school, you're, oh, you know, I'm I want to be cool. I don't mm-hmm. want to carry the violin. Mm-hmm. I was the same way. I, ca- I played the violin too. Yeah, really. Do you yeah. regret uh, not playing it? I mean, I wish I knew how. I, I wanted. I wish I'd played the piano. Yeah, that's. Then I could still use that today. Really. I mm. mean, unless you're in an orchestra, you're really not going to pick up a violin, right? <laughs> yeah. My brother used it as a guitar later on and broke all the 
all the strings. Oh, really? Yeah. Used your violin as yeah, a guitar? Yeah, I was going around the house Aww. like that. Yeah. My sister played it first, so then I inherited hers. I wanted to play the cello. Ah, and mom both said, my boys no. play the cello. Do oh, they? Really? Yeah. That's awesome. They do. Wait, yeah. And you could leave the cello at school. Yep. You didn't yes. have to take it home. You don't have to take it home. So... That's why I wanted to play the What are your favorite gifts as a kid? I loved this one baby doll in Moppet's Children's Store in Greenville, South Carolina. It sat up on the shelf behind the register for years. And I would go in there and just say, can I please hold it? And I would hold her. And she was $75. And, you know, my family, my mom wasn't going to pay that for a doll. And um, my grandmother bought it for me years later, like two or three years later. And I opened that Christmas gift and I was so excited. That is that is the most pure story I've ever heard in my life. That's adorable. That is a that is a Hallmark Christmas movie. It really is. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? That though? is my sweet so grandmother. sweet. What about you? Well, I you know I I had one of those dolls that you could feed baby alive. Was mm-hmm. what it was called? It like peed afterwards. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear that? <laughs> they still make those. Hayden loves them. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I actually think my version it didn't. Like the bottle, it was it was fun because uh, it was. I don't know how they did it, but it was full of milk. And then when you tipped it over into the baby's mouth, it would it would look like the water was coming into the baby's mouth, but it wouldn't. It was just staying in the bottle. Yeah, yeah I don't know how they did that. It was like an illusion or something. Mm-hmm. So that was, the, I actually have a picture of they that. They still make those too. I think they make we those too. We have a too. few of them. Really? Mm-hmm. Hayden loves them. And then I wanted a share doll. Oh, Like one the year. singer? Yes. Very popular one year, uh, and I have a picture with the share doll too. But I cut off all her hair, which was ridiculous. Why did I do that? She we was known. Yeah. She was known for the long hair. Um, and then, of course, there was the Cabbage Patch Kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was, you know, it was the '80s. So my dad actually stayed in line for a very long time to get one of the last Cabbage Patch Kids in my mm-hmm. neighbor, like in the at the store. Mm-hmm. So I was really grateful for I that. I wanted one of those, and my mom was notorious, bless her heart, for always, she's a procrastinator. So we always got like the worst version of what all my friends had. (laughs) So true story, Cabbage Patch, my mom knew this lady at the church bazaar that made something that kind of looked like a Cabbage Patch. And I still have it and I have it in my playroom right now in the city and Hayden thinks it's great. She has my sisters because I don't know what I did with mine. And I'll have to bring it in. Sh- I'll take a picture of it and show I would you. Just love to see ColecoVision. That. We wanted Atari. We got ColecoVision. Have you ever even heard of that? Yes, I remember we, that. Okay, we wanted. Was that a knockoff of Atari? That was a knockoff. Yeah, okay. yeah. It was hard to find the games. They yeah. only made like three or four games. Yeah. And then we wanted um, a VHS player, and we got a Beta. <laughs> so we would go to Blockbuster, and there was like one tiny strip of the wall for Beta. <laughs> So all my friends were in Blockbuster buying whatever movie was the coolest, and we had, like, that little wall to pick out from. I'm sure they were on sale. I'm sure that's what it was. Remember Laser Tag? Mom Mm -hmm. missed out on getting Laser Tag for my brother one year, and all the little boys in the neighborhood got it, and my brother did it. Mm. It builds character. It It does. does. Favorite Christmas movies? Oh, A Christmas Story. Oh, I just interviewed Peter Billingsley. I, lo- I, I uh, normally love it. Went, Is oh, it a little strange? No, I, lo- oh, I love it. It is strange. It is strange. Strange. It's the 
best I, movie. I've come around to it though. And I like it, but it's like a weird home. Like I, the parents are weird. The family does the not. My family doesn't so act like that. Funny. I think you have to watch it again because I felt like you did, uh-huh. um, and I don't think I ever. And Santa s- was mean. Yeah, Santa was mean. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Shoot your eye out. So I remember never actually seeing the whole movie, and you know, being proud of saying I never watched that movie. <gasps> but but because I knew I was interviewing. Peter right, Billingsley, right. and he's so nice. Um, I brought my kids in a couple of weeks ago to the living room, and together we watched A Christmas Story. And I have a new appreciation for the film, and I did like the film. And the sequel, actually, that just came out I haven't seen it is actually... I think even better than the first. Oh, really? Yes, because it's him and he goes back to that house as an adult with his children and meets all of his buddies, even the one that stuck his tongue to the the pole. But but yeah, but I can, I see that, that it was bizarre at the time, but it was also one of the things it was very unique. Well, there it wasn't, wasn't anything it, like that. It's also a cult. Like it, it wasn't very famous or no. popular when it first came out. Right. But the reason I like it is because I grew up with it. Well, obviously, TV. I think TBS still plays it twenty four seven on Christmas. So it became a, a family tradition. But I, the first time I watched that movie was in, in, in school and I was I think I was in second grade which I don't even know if it's really appropriate for it, there's well, a few they things say fudge they say fudge which I when I was a kid I was like what is wrong with saying fudge yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize <laughs> but I love that movie it brings me back to my childhood so when I met him I had an absolute conniption and I usually try and keep my cool around like the famous people that come in and I did just let it all out I when he came on I was like yes I love you so much. Ah! And he's amazing. Yeah, he um he was very gracious. Yeah. And I adore him. And he still has those blue said? eyes. He still has the the bunny suit. He does. And he said, My mom just got it off the set because the movie wasn't we didn't expect the movie to do well. So they just gave it to my mom. Said, Yeah, you can keep the bunny suit. He's like, and what else did he say he had? There he had the wagon, the red it or does the he BB have the gun. red rider? Oh, if he has the red rider. I think he said he I had the red rider. Said, but yeah, I know that he was talking about the stuff that he had. Yeah. It's a wonderful life. Of course. Yeah, of course. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Love actually. <gasps> you know, I've never seen that movie. Okay. Yet. Oh, oh my you have word, to watch it. But I Carly. have a problem with that movie. <laughs> oh, okay. It's <sighs> the guy has the affair. I don't like that. No, well, and there's like nudity in it. I listen, there is? I yes, love actually. Where's yes, there nudity? is. Who gets nude? Oh if wow. I, wait, which yes, one? It was yes, because Ooh. there's the the brother who is like works for a porn place. <laughs> no. Mary oh, yes. Love Actually. Yeah, I think the I'm right. Brother were, or he's wait. a he's a, an adult film actor. Yes. You'll have to see you don't you remember watched that. Love Actually on a different channel. No. <laughs> Here's my that's my problem with it. It could have been sort of a family friendly movie. You cannot when show is the Hayden. Nude? When oh is yeah. The nude scene? Well because he that. is or he falls in love with an adult film actor I'm and this. oh yeah, do it. <sighs> and so that's why I have a problem with Don't it. It should that. be more family friendly because it does ha- it has so many wonderful things in there. I love Hugh all the Grant. Different, all the different stories yes. are, are great. I'm yes. googling Oh jeez, I just googled love actually nude scene. No, don't do I'm that. I'm going to get put on some list. Somewhere, <laughs> but so Ooh. it is right. Am I right? Family Man. Did you, do y'all consider that a Christmas movie? I love Family Man. What's Family Man? It's with Nicolas Cage and Taylor Leone, Leone, and she. They live in New Jersey, and he he lives in the city, and he goes to a bodega to like get 
cigarettes or something mm-hmm. and he's shot and then he goes back to meet his he's like in a coma I guess he goes back to meet his ex girlfriend mm-hmm. that he went to pursue his business career in London for a year fellowship or something and she stays behind and moves on with her life and so he has a dream about what their life could be like ah. he could not be so nar- narcissistic and not making his whole staff work on Christmas Eve and sort of like he Scrooge. could have he could have the life in New Jersey but except except it's based in New York City has cool fancy cars mm. a great apartment ah. classical music a beautiful home and he's lonely hmm. and he thinks about what you've got to watch it okay it's, it's a it's good one really one of my I'm favorite movies I'm always up for new Christmas movies ha, have Sean you, would like it speaking of new Christmas movie did you see the Will Ferrell um Ryan Reynolds Ryan Reynolds one we have not is it good it is I think is it's it worth good? a watch is okay. it good yes, it uh, it is. It, it's a. It is a full musical. I mean, the oh, okay. most of it is singing, but wow. the way that they do it is really entertaining. Speaking of Will Ferrell, Elf is one of my favorite movies. Oh, that is so funny. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was so excited because there was an Elf hotel here in New York City, and I got to go there with my family, uh, and they did all of the scenes. Well, not all of the scenes, but the hotel room had. All of the you know important stuff that was in Elf, like you could make the spaghetti and put like the M and M's and the and the oh, chocolate yes, syrup yes, on it, yes. and um, and then they had the you know the the etch a sketch. Um, but I love that movie for so many reasons because you know it's family friendly and it's so laugh out loud it is funny. So funny. Will Ferrell's the best. Do y'all ever go? Oh, you'll you'll love this site, Common Sense Media. Yes. you can go there to find Are you out if love movies actually yeah. in there. Yeah, you're right. The, I this was one right. lady says. Let me see if I can find it. This one is movies inspiring, but you need to know what's in it. Yes, there's sex and a bit of nudity, mostly boobs, but the scenes <laughs> about the porn movie is actually quite sweet. They oh. start as strangers and fall in love with her. <gasps> I do remember. See, you blocked it out. Yes, that the blonde, cute yeah. little girl. Oh, yeah. And L- yes. Of course. And okay. They should have just let that. You're right. So. Uh, not that I'm a prude or anything, but I feel like this movie could be generational. Yes. You could have your kids sit and down. No one, but- no one really cared about that. I mean, they were cute in the movie, but they weren't the highlight. I, I didn't even remember their story. Right. So right, they could have. Right. They could have just. Yeah, I know. I right. think I don't know what their. I mean, it was very popular, and like I said, Hugh Grant as uh, the prime minister was amazing. Uh-huh. He was How, so funny. And the girl that fell in love with it, he fell in love Adorable. with. Adorable. She's so cute. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen The Holiday? Oh, I love that. That's one, that is also. Oh, was that Cameron Diaz? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I love Cameron her Diaz, clothes in that. <laughs> yes. She dresses like is cozy, that Jack Black? Is Jack Black in yes. it too? Uh huh. Oh, y'all, she was in front of me at the airport the other day. Did <gasps> oh, I tell she you looked amazing. I told no. you this, didn't I? No. So I we're traveling to London. This was I say the other day. It was in September when we went for the Queen's funeral, mm-hmm. and I'm traveling. I'm by myself, and I walk into the Delta area and or whatever it was. I don't remember we were flying British Air or something. And she's there. And y'all, it was like, I can't remember if it was really late at night. I think we might have been the last flight. And so the airport was dead. She's there with her husband. Yeah. Who I'm like Googling. You know, uh, he's Joel. the guy. He's in he played uh, Charlotte, yes. Char- yeah. Charlotte. Charlotte Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. And he's uh he was so nice. She was so nice. She's taller than he is. Yes. She was wearing these cute outfit, these uh, tennis shoes that were like orange with jeans that were kind of um, tapered at the, not tapered, um, a little Flare. flared at the bottom and a white t-shirt and a 
in a brown trench coat and she had a hat on. It was a really pretty hat. So I'm like, you know, let me look in it. I'll go to H&M and see if I, you know, or <laughs> Did you Zara, talk to them? You just gave me all the details no, that I no. wanted to know. Okay, so I walk past them. I'm listening to them, talking to the people at the check-in counter. Because they knew they who had, she was, obviously. Yes, yeah. they had a little girl and then they had um, a nanny with them. Uh-huh. And did they have a son with them too? I think they only have one child. Did they have two children with them? I can't remember. So, um, then they get behind me, right behind me in security line. So when we turn that corner, there's there are a lot of people in security line. So everyone's turning around looking at her. I'm like, Cameron Diaz is her ba- her pocketbook is touching the back of my jeans. Oh my word. She was so cute and so nice to everyone. The lady in front of me turned around and she goes, Do you think I can ask her for a picture? I was like, Well, we're in security and she's with her family. So I don't know. You could ask her. Yeah. She seems really nice to everyone. I'm listening to her. And I said, you could ask her. So she asked, and I think Cameron said, I don't feel comfortable with that right now, but which is understandable. She has her children there. So then we go sit in that little lounge area where you wait. And I was like listening. She ordered the same thing we would have, chicken paillard, you know, which is the flattened chicken with a salad on top. Her children eat the same thing that your children will eat at seven years old, Carly. Yeah. Pasta with butter. Yes. And her husband got fish, some sort of a fish. Mm. And yeah, she was so nice to the people. And when she left, I asked the people in the airport, I said, the waitress that was helping her, I was like, what'd you think? And she said, she was so nice. And she said, she gave us a good tip. I thought that was sweet. That's good. It's good to hear those stories. Mm, That is great. I always think all the, you know, the actors and actresses that come on Fox and Friends have to be nice because most wouldn't. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like um, to come on Fox and Friends, you really have to have a thick skin, first of all, Mm -hmm. because people are going to call you out and think that you are a perspective. P- political persuasion. No, it's just so silly. Um, and, and I just feel like we have such a wonderful, devoted audience. I, I really feel like you shouldn't, it doesn't matter who you voted for. No, you know, exactly. like we're always going to be welcoming. Um, and, and, and recently like somebody like Peter Billingsley, Sylvester Stallone, uh, we had the beach boys on. I feel like I'm really glad that they're coming back, yes. you know, that they're coming back to see us and our, and our viewers. I wish I, I had a cool celebrity run-in story. I saw uh, Sofia Vergara on the street once. That was interesting. Does she looked like she does uh, in person. She, beautiful, yeah. yeah. And it was uh, seeing Sofia Vergara on the street wasn't even the highlight. There was a lady who came out of a grocery store and screamed, "Sophie, I love you!" And, and she just waved, and that was my favorite part because Aww, then I was like, "Oh my god, that's cute. hilarious!" It was so where cute. was it? West Village. Uh, no, it was like Murray Hill area, mm. which is like 30s on the east side. Sean York. has a, a lot of good stories about celebrities that came into the firehouse, especially after 9-11. Mm. Um, you know, Seinfeld came in, uh, John McEnroe, a lot of people that lived in the neighborhood just to pay their respects. And That's nice. very nice. Yeah. So... I'm trying to think when I first moved to New York, I saw Sting on the Upper West Side and I I might have like chased him around, but didn't go up to him. I just wanted to see where he was going. So I might have been sort of a stalker, but yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit, but like a nice one in a nice way. Yeah. So bringing it back to Christmas, you know, the one thing that I'm going to miss this year is the Queen's address uh, because I'm Canadian and grew up in Canada. Mm-hmm. That was a big event. We would all gather around and, and watch the really? Queen. Yep. That was a big mm-hmm. thing in Canada. She was our head of state. Um, so it's going to be a little bit. Now it'll be the king, right? Yeah. The king will right. do the yeah. dress, but it's, it's, it is different uh-huh. for sure. So that'll be, and we're going to 
will be at mom's house in Canada for Christmas. Oh, so we're excited about that. Um, and where are you going to be, Ainsley? I will be in South Carolina with mm-hmm. my my whole family. It's our first Christmas without my mom. So it'll be not to bring it down because we know she's in heaven. And we're so excited for her. Imagine being in heaven for your first celebration of Jesus's birthday. Aww. What kind of a birthday party is that? That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So sweet. So what about you, Carly? Oh, I will be here. At oh, you're work? Working. Oh, yes. Are you anchoring Fox oh, and Friends? Oh, yes. I am on Christmas. Okay. I, I'm well, working. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. For no, 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 you know, all of us. I think actually Rachel needs to thank me because isn't Christmas on a Sunday? Mm-hmm. Or is it? Is oh, it not a Sunday today? Is. Oh, I you're forget. right. Sorry, we you're are. Right. We are yes. taping this, but it is. Right. Uh, yeah. So, are you, when do you have to stop traveling? Because you're due in February. Well, about around now. Yeah. Um, my husband. And it's a wedding. I desperately wanted to go to because I Aww. love, love, love the people who are getting married. Um, but it's in Georgia, and my husband is a groomsman, and Aww. it's on New Year's Eve. So he's Aww. obviously going to go. But I'm working. How long of a drive is that? We it's, thought about the. We yeah. thought about driving. T- t- to be honest, uh-huh. but then it's like 16 hours or something. And am I really going to want to sit in a car for 16 right. hours? Right. And weather. Although I don't even really yeah. know why. I I think. Why can't you fly? I just am I was, not. I was wondering the same thing I when I said, sure, "Can you I think drive?" It's, blood, blood it's something clots about okay. Or, I think it's it more than altitude. I have no clue. Or maybe it's just, do you really want to have this baby on a flight? Yeah, maybe you're they, so close uh, to true. giving birth. Yeah, maybe be. that's what it is. Yeah. I think you should just, you know, we're grateful will, that you're working Fox and Friends. I will be grounded if, until the baby is born. We will have you on if that makes you feel better. I'll have the TV on. I'll be watching you. <laughs> oh, thanks, while I, I will text while you. While I pour the champagne. <laughs> well, listen, I love you ladies so much. We love you. Merry Christmas to everyone out there. Thank you for listening to the Janice Dean podcast. And um, I, I don't know. Pump up the jam. Pump it up. Pump it up. I don't want to bend and dang. Get your booty on the dance floor. Wow, Ainsley Beatbox. <laughs> Spitting all over the mic. <laughs> That is a new talent. There you go. I hope I don't have COVID. (laughs) How did I get on this mic? Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. (laughs) Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. I wish you a Merry Christmas. We didn't even drink. It's amazing. Okay, love y'all. Love you too. Thank you, Carly and Ainsley, for joining me today. So excited for Carly and Pete, whose Christmas will include a sweet little baby boy next year, and they'll get to experience Christmas through the eyes of their child, which is so special. And thanks to all of you for being part of the Janice Dean podcast this holiday and over the last few months since we started. I have some really exciting guests lined up next week and in January that I think you will really enjoy. I'm so grateful to all of you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and we'll talk to you again in the new year. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram, or you can rate this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. 
And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.